good evening, and possibly even good afternoon. Wherever you're listening, however you're listening, and whenever you were listening to this, I thank you and I welcome you in to another edition of the Shallow Oceans Podcast. This is your captain speaking, Alex Tyshirt, and it is my honor and privilege to not only take you an adventure throughout this vast world that we are trying to experience together, but to humbly grace you with the experiences and knowledge I've gained over time and to turn off everything that I can understand and open my mind to a higher atonement of frequency to give you the information and guidance that is bestowed upon me through this show tonight. That's a fun new intro. Trying to have fun every single day. <laughs> now, today, a family member sent me a beautiful video. And in this video, it was about a chameleon. A chameleon that was at the end of its life. And the video was showing it laying on the floor within this jungle. And as it was laying there, it was going through a transition of its last moments being alive. And while it was going through that, it was radiating and transitioning through one of the most vibrant and beautiful color schemes I have seen in my life. And for a brief moment, I think through color, we were able to truly understand what it means to not only pass, but to move forward. And what's crazy about that entire video was not only did it take me a second to collect my thoughts and to really digest what I have just witnessed, but there's brief moments within a lot of our life and throughout plenty of chapters we go through where something pivotal either helps us to define ourselves or to further ourselves into the best position to overcome set next chapter. What's really amazing about that video was that the color scheme you witnessed and watching the transition it had and as it took its last final breaths, it was one of the most beautiful moments I've ever experienced on a video that was about maybe a minute long. And you're sitting there and probably wondering, how can something in its final moments of life be so beautiful? Well, I think one of the things most people like about 4th of July here in the United States is firework shows. I know for a fact, whenever I would go to Disneyland as a kid and a younger adult, and whenever we get uh, company events and we buy out the parks for our different radio stations, whatever it is, and we go out there, the things that are always the most packed, the most sought after, and the most waited for are not only the lines for all these different rides and food, etc., it's always the fireworks shows or the light shows. Everything that has vibrant colors to expose ourselves to the visual euphoria of what is in front of us. Now, when I tell you I have never seen something so beautifully colored in my life, it would be almost doing a disservice to try to even explain to you how beautiful the color scheme was in the final moments of this life. So it led me to this idea and the topic for tonight as I was driving home, the beauty of life and death. Now for so many people, when we grow, and especially when we're younger, the most vibrant thing that people can ever be experiencing or within the moment is the creation of a new life and bringing a life into this world. Now, if you ever want to kind of fathom how conceptually insane it is to really Register the fact that I can play a part in bringing in an entire new life and soul and vessel into this reality 
is unbelievable to me. The fact a woman can hold a <laughs> a baby for up to nine months, eight to nine months to pass and to give birth is one of the most incredible and the most miraculous things I could have ever even conceptually compute, right? That's how I know there's a God. Because to create, there has to have been a creation, right? That's supposed to be one of the most beautiful moments to be a part of, is to seeing that baby transition from the mother into this life, taking its first breath, the nice slap on the ass, and hearing it cry, right? That's supposed to be such an iconic moment, especially for the mother, but even for a father or the nurses, doctors, or home birth, if you're smart. <laughs> That's a whole other show we can get into. But it's one of the most fascinating and beautiful things, right? That's the start of a new life. And the cycle has just begun again for a new. And it's one of the most precious things. I mean, how many times have we ever seen a baby and so many, whether it be young women, young new uh, relationships or an older lady, whatever it is, something about a baby, when they see it, it just sparks something in them. It's just embedded into their genetics, and it just makes them feel a certain type of way. And as a man, and as somebody who has been able to hold some babies or been around them, or my mother, she has a daycare, and I've seen her with over hundreds of kids over her lifetime, whether it be newborns, young ones, uh, toddlers, all the way up to four, five, six. I've been around kids for so long now. They are probably one of the most beautiful things in this life. And they also have taught me in so many occasions when I really didn't need it, but it's good to have reassurance or something that reconfirms it for you. You never want to lose that innocence and the beauty of life when it starts. Because I think that's one of the most pivotal things is if you can find a way to hold on to your innocence, to be truly a child at heart and being able to fall in love with every new experience, the simplicities of life. And I'm talking about just going outside, just hanging with people that mean the world to you, going and exploring new areas. Things that include and need money to obtain are not always the best things in life. They're just a new stimulus, an endorphin release. But if you have the innocence and the youth in your life, do you think a kid sees a Lambo drives by and thinks of it anything differently than the Honda Civic he's within? Do you think a child eating a home-cooked meal that his mother or father spent maybe an hour or two, 30 minutes, whatever, to prepare it, knows the difference between a 10-course meal at Gracias Madres <laughs> over in Hollywood Hills? Do you think a child knows the difference between what is love and hate, race, differences? The kids know nothing. They're just purely love. And the closest thing, in my opinion, to set God in a living form children. They're just purely what they are. And it's unbelievable. And it's one of the most beautiful things about life. Now, there's also a beauty within death. And that's one of the hardest things that I had to accept when I was a younger kid. Now, a little behind the glass for myself, and being a little bit more personable with all of you, since I do believe that this entire show is a part of my soul, you just get to listen to it or watch it on YouTube. When I was younger, I've always had a very hyperactive mind, and I always questioned things and was always very quick to retort or to digest, to articulate, to question, or even to compute everything that was going on around me. It's why I was always so easily 
able to make friends with any age group because the relatability is always the same. We're all one. Age means nothing to me in the sense of if you have value or whatever, right? I never had issues getting along with any culture because since I come from a culture outside of this country, I know what it means to be cultured and to have different experiences. And I grew up in a neighborhood and especially in California, which is a melting pot. I'm exposed to so much, so much food, everything. And so at an early age and at a very young age, I started questioning the concept of death, which most kids usually don't. I mean, there's people I talk to who are in their late teens, early 20s, even 30s, sometimes even 40s, that really have never conceptualized or questioned or even tried to register what death is. And to myself, I was so afraid of it when I was younger because I didn't understand it and nobody could give me an answer because there was no answer, because nobody who experienced it is supposed to come back and tell you about it, because I think that would be cheating, right? I think that's like one of the most beautiful things to think about, is that everything within life has purpose, and you cannot unexist, if that makes sense. So I'll start with this one before I go into the beauties about death, and trust me, this is not a dark narrative, this is nothing of like self-sabotage or anything and any attribute of nasty. This is just my experiences and understanding of what I see and how I have found so much beauty, just like I saw in that chameleon with its last breaths, all the way up to our own lives and the mortality of it. Death is something that is so hard to understand because we don't think it has value. And especially if you're somebody who doesn't believe in outside things or can truly see it for yourself, that's the reason why so much truth is hidden. Because let's talk about, just mentioning it, I won't get into it tonight's topic, but the big debate over, is the world flat or is it a globe? Well, the reason why there's an issue with it being not a globe would mean that where we're at was created. It wasn't randomly just popping and happening. Something created it. Just like the concept of a firmament above. There's a reason why they took it out of the Bible in newer, uh, newer editions, because, again, it furthers what's going on. And so, if so much truth is hidden, and so much of our reality is also withheld from us, well then, yes, it would make your life feel insignificant. It would make the whole concept of you existing completely random, no purpose at all, and just completely worthless. You're just a brief moment, YOLO, do whatever you want, sleep with as many people as you want, degrade yourself, have no morales, no values, have no delegating factor of pride in who you are, carrying yourself forward, trying to digest the notion of existence itself, processing the fathomable ability of why you even are in this entity of this body, and what is the purpose of this entire life system and why we are here. Most people don't care, because again, I'm floating through space at whatever gazillion miles per hour, yet the stars never move. The constellations are always the same. The cycles are always consistent. And Polaris is always in the same spot. Question what you like. All of these things have played into more of the understanding of why life and death is so beautiful to me. And the reason I set all that up and gave you so much information there to kind of hyper-expose your mind for a second is because death itself is the most valuable part of this experience. And I mean that more than birth or the life itself. If you were to not ever die or never lose this physical body, what would be the point? And really think about that. 
I know we chase longevity. I would be lying if I told you I wasn't. I would be lying if I told you I didn't want to have a graceful descent. And the biggest part is too, I'm not even worried about leaving anymore because I know there's something connected to all of it. It's more so I want to obtain the most highest frequency, the most inspirational mindset and focus and persona I can, and to obtain the most enlightened ability to really find out why I am here and what this even is. And that goes back to the question, who are you? Now, if all of this has so much value and death is truly the most important part of all of this cycle, why isn't it more celebrated? Why is it only of recent that we've started to do celebrations of life, right? When in theory, you never lose the person. The person was just the experience in the moment in front of you. But we have such a hard time detaching from flesh, from skin and bone. We have such a hard time thinking about this disconnect with others and us losing them for quote unquote forever, yet we are just a brief blimp of an eye in this moment. Death is the reason you live. Death is the reason you have purpose to give. Death is the ending to the story we are all living. Would you watch a movie if it never ended? Can you fathom that? You started the movie and it's just going to go on forever. You're going to die before it even ends. What's the point? You're just telling me it's just always going to go? Why would I want to do anything as an experience if there was never any purpose to me enjoying it? Your entire life is just memories. Your entire life, even right now, the first part of you which came here and the last part of you who is leaving here is the same person you're right now, just experiencing it in this moment because time doesn't exist. That's one of the most unbelievable concepts to really understand. You're literally reliving your entire life as I'm speaking with you. How amazing is that? The fact you one day will pass through this life into plethora of different things that I truly think come after this, this isn't the end. If I have to continue my list of promises for you, this is not the end, nor was when you came here the beginning. It's all infinite, and there was never a start. It has always been. That's why it's so beautiful to live. That's why we are an experience within this moment. That is why I tell you we are God. Remember, I'm not saying we are gods. That is not how this works. We are source. We come from it. We experience it. I'm just my own individual connection to it. Do you know that every time I do these shows and I finish editing it and I lay down before I go to sleep, I start playing it. And I am just like you experiencing it for the first time. Because everything I'm saying right now, none of it is planned. None of, you know all this. But this isn't even me. This is my soul. This is the inner part of me, the inner workings, and the person that I've always wanted to be. And it just took me starting hitting record to finally be able to attune to it. It's like when people talk about channeling or being able to connect with something else, these mediums, whatever it is. Whatever is talking to you right now is the purest form of who I am. There is nothing hidden. It's totally at your viewing pleasure. And I think that's almost why it's so beautiful to me because if I didn't get to start this show, 
and know at the end of this, I could say goodbye to you, why would I even want to waste your time? You see how I'm getting to this concept in so many different intrinsic ways? If you didn't think there was going to be an end of your day, what would be the point to start it? If there was no reason for me to do everything I'm doing, why would I do any of it? Because it's true. Life, in the grand concept of where we're at right now, from a base, simplistic level, has no value or purpose. You give it the value and purpose because you're alive. You are the reason to even exist. You are the reason I'm even here. And you are the reason I will continue to be here until I'm not needed no more. How beautiful is that? If you couldn't experience spring, would you miss it if it never ended? If you never said goodbye to loved ones, would you ever yearn to see them again? Do you know the most neglected people in your lives are the ones that you see every single day? Because to you, you almost live like you're not alive or dead. You're just constantly in this rotation. And so the people that are the closest to you usually get the most rawest form of yourself and also not the most conscious part of you either because you neglect them a lot. You'll put your hardships on them, you'll fight with them, you'll lash out at them, and you'll put your anger and all this other stuff, and we've misconstrued the concept of what a partner is. You're supposed to have that person there to become one. That's the point of finding a partner in your life, is the one that shares your soul. Remember, the spirit is the individual you, right? So let me give you this concept. So above all of us is a massive ocean, a shallow ocean, and that's God, right? So now, let's get a cup, and that's your soul, right? With your soul, or excuse me, the body. Let's re-go through that. God is above the ocean, and the cup is your body, right? So now, with the cup, your body, I'm going to scoop a little bit out of that God, the ocean. And now that water inside of it is your soul. And that soul, I'm going to put a little bit of food dye and coloring, which is your personality, your interests, the things you're excited about, the things you love, and the things that make you, you. But remember, that's all from the same place. You just have to find the one that was closest to that scoop that you were taken from. And that's what's so beautiful to me is no, that's all that ever was and ever is. Just put into a little cup for a moment of time. Death is so beautiful because I don't have like this asphyxiation with it. I'm not yearning for it. I mean, as I told you, I'm pushing it off as long as I can because I feel like I have a lot still to do here. That might be why I came back again. That might be why it's my first time, my 10,000th time. I'm not sure. But there's a reason why I came. Hey, maybe I'm just somebody who simply needed to help you. Right? I mean, they call them volunteers. That's another theory I can't wait to talk of with you probably tomorrow night about these great theories I keep hearing about that are so riveting and have so much truth hidden within all of them right? So death itself, if there was no end, there would be no point to even begin. There would be no point to experience. There would be no point for you to fight or to push for anything. And what's even crazier to me is there's a lot of people around me who aren't. They're not ambitious. They're not driven. They have no value 
of why they're even here or why they even want to exist. They're simply just following what they're told, doing as they were shown, allowing what others have decided for them. Do you know how rare it is to find somebody who can change their entire life and take the most biggest risk in the world because they simply want to figure out why they're alive? Really think about that. Most people never leave their hometown. Most people never venture out or challenge even what they are. So many people, if not any at all, ever really take the biggest risks and chances from traveling to a different country on their own to chase a new job, to go somewhere else and disconnect from the entirety of reality and friends and family because they were getting called somewhere else. Leaving your entire comfortability and the life you have because a possible great thing has just arrived. And it almost is a reflection of who you are and has almost called to the very fiber of who you are because just being is everything that could have been asked for from you. You see how crazy that concept is? That's the point of why we die. You have to visually realize you have a short moment to exist. And it's getting shorter by the day. Food's getting worse, air's getting crazier, weather's getting crazier, everything is constantly trying to take you out. And so, knowing that that's a possibility, why wouldn't you live today as it's your last? And I know that sounds cliche. I know it almost sounds like the same generic thing everybody always talks about, right? All of these motivational speakers and people who are trying to get you jazzed up, they'll say, live every day like it's your last. Bro, I gotta pay bills. I gotta do this, that, that. It doesn't mean technically like you're gonna go do something crazy that you would never do. But it means enjoy it like it is your last day. Make sure you're doing the things that make you live and feel alive. Chase it. Don't give up. Because if you're granted another day, you better have done everything that day before to appreciate and to truly deserve another day. And I know that sounds crazy. There's a reason why I've decided moving forward until I part from this life. I will give you a new show every single night. I found my muse for it, and I'm forever grateful that I did. I finally reconnected with what I was trying to be this entire time, even though I was always doing it. Isn't that crazy? Do you know how passionate I am about knowing there's so much I can give you, but I'll never be able to give you all of it because it's impossible. So that's what makes me accent on the moments I can. Knowing that there's going to be a conclusion means I live the best of my life, make the greatest buildup, the best plot line, the most immaculate climax, so that the descent is even more grateful. So when I get to the conclusion, I can look back and say, what a time, what an experience. I did all of it and I miss nothing. That's why you shouldn't have FOMO because what are you missing out? I explained to you, there is no purpose to life itself. You give it the purpose. Think of it as Bob Ross, right? And I loved his mindset, even though there's a lot of theories that he was just drawing pictures of places he dumped bodies. Crazy, but that's for another time. It's another theory. I think it's beautiful how he takes a blank canvas and has nothing to use as a reference and just paints out the beauty of his mind and whatever he wishes to create. That is the same for your life. You have a blank white canvas in front of you and your entire life is painted on top of it with every stroke, every action, and every color you choose. Now, don't think it's permanent. 
you can choose to pick up the white paint again, repaint it, and start over. That's the beautiful part, is that the time you have to paint, paint whatever you wish. Stop whenever you wish, and admire it as long as you wish. But what you make it is yours. That's why I think there's so much beauty in death. We're so sad when somebody around us dies, right? And I, for myself, know if it's unexpected, or it's somebody that still should have had so much life still in front of them, it can hit really hard. But again, remember they're not gone. Nothing ever goes away. Nothing ever is just, you can't destroy what is higher. You cannot erase what isn't physical. The thing inside of all of us is not something that can be shown. I can't pull it out and show you, it's impossible. We're limited too much as this entity to even process what that is. But it's not gone. That's the purpose of all of this. Why is it that children, these kids that thankfully I was able to donate some hair to, and I'm going to do it again in probably a couple years when my hair is long enough, these kids who are born with terrible things still make the best of that moment because that's all they have. So if you're presented with something that seems too good to be true, chase it. If you have an opportunity to make one of the greatest choices in your life and to chase that thing that'll make you feel like you exist, do it. Remember that we own nothing. I will never own anything. I'm just merely enjoying it. I'm experiencing it. When you have that mindset and know that this life is short, this life is a brief, fun experience, and you're supposed to take all of it when you feel it and embrace it to the fullest, you start to live a true life. And you're appreciative of every moment that it brings. For myself, when I really put them side by side, death is the thing that gives me the most life. And isn't that crazy to say? When I see something, I act on it. When I feel something, I do it. When I want to say something, I say it. Because what is left outside of all of it if it's not just what we're starting with? Nothing but unconditional love as children, and you never lose it, even though the world tries so much to remove it from you. Death should not be feared, and you should never be afraid of it. It should be the place that lets you know, it's a reminder that you need to do everything that you ever wanted. Do it. Don't be afraid. There's so much value within this. Again, I can only explain it in such a simplistic way because even language is limited. I can only articulate things in such a manner that'll be able for you to digest and compute it in your own manner, right? So now, with the concept of it as well, with death and everything that's connected to it, that's the reason why you have to be so focused on existing now. Because I could be gone during the show, after, before, whatever it is. So I make sure I put my heart into everything I do. And I wish you do as well. And also, it's a good way to help you remember things are really not that serious, man. Really, don't worry if somebody cuts you off. It's okay. I hope you get there safer and faster. Don't worry if somebody cuts in line. I hope you get there faster. Don't be upset if somebody says something about you. I know who I am, and I wish you love and peace. Don't be upset if somebody doesn't choose you. That's okay. I hope you find where you belong. 
Don't be discouraged if things keep not working out for you. That means you're getting closer. You know what I'm saying? For some reason, if everything came easy, what would you have to work for? If I had millions of people listening to me right now, would I be as true as I am today? It's why I'm not promoting the show. It's why I'm doing nothing but just posting for you. Because it feels true. And you found it because it was meant for you. The beauty of all of this is that life is the start of this physical reality, right? And it's what gives you the connection to source itself. And I think that's why there's so many challenges. That's why you are a slave to your body. That's why you're subservient to your wills and lusts if you don't know how to control them. You don't know how to listen to the things inside of yourself that are calling to you, like your consciousness, the little voice inside of you that's trying to guide you, woman's intuition, whatever it is. These things will scream, and they will make you act without you even thinking. I'll give you a perfect story today how I know that's true. So today, when I woke up, went to work out, called the young homie, the little Scoo, who joined me for an episode on here, and we went to work out. Had a great workout, wrapped it up, and was about to leave, right? He's looking for a new job, because the one he's at right now is not working out for him. He needs some kind of income to help with the goals he has as well with his content. And so, at Choose Fitness, I've told him to apply. The place is great. You're only 21. This is a great place to meet new people, have fun with younger people, have more connections with people, get paid to work at the gym. You don't have to have a membership. It's just so many wins, right? And it gives you free time to still chase what you're chasing. And so, as we're leaving today, there was a manager there, the main manager of the store. And a few days ago, maybe a week ago, we tried to talk to him because I wanted to help him because it is awkward. I remember when I was 21, it's very tough to actually open the door and make things and actions and decisions because you're still not sure of yourself. The best terminology I have for kids until they're 25, 26, definitely almost up till 30, is you're young, dumb, and full of cum. And that's why it's really hard for you to decipher between the brain in your head and the brain at your tip, you know? And so as we were leaving today, he was there. He saw us. We were saying goodbye to a couple people we knew at the front. And he's like, yo, I remember you guys were trying to talk to me. What's up? And again, as doing myself and being comfortable within the moment, I was like, yeah, man, my buddy here was trying to get a job. So we were trying to have him hook up with you and talk. So they start chatting, right? And as they're chatting, having their conversation, I'm talking to the other guy that I know. I hear a question he has. And he says, okay, so what's your availability? So Scoo thinks about it. And he says, well, you know, like Mondays through Fridays, this, this, this. He was going to start going into like an actual set schedule. Full well knowing this kid has nothing but free time to invest into something he truly wants to. And here's a little word of advice. If you're ever trying to get into somewhere, just get in the door. Take whatever they have, whenever they'll give it to you, however they'll give it to you. Get in the door. That's how you'll make your mark. Then take over from there. So as he starts trying to like describe these weird hours, I look over and I was like, He's available whenever you need him. And they all start laughing. They're like, that's the answer we were hoping to hear. And he starts laughing and whatnot. And I was like, come on, bro. You can't shoot. You can't miss this shot without even taking it, right? So then they start talking even more. They go into more talking. He takes his number down, letting him know everything. And then he lets him know as well. He's like, okay, well, what hours were you looking to work? And so Scoo, finally picking up, because he's a smart kid, whenever you need, you let me know. So he lets him know they're gonna be looking for night people, etc., etc., yada yada yada. We talk anime. He's a big anime fan. We get into great conversation. Everybody's chumming it up. Left a mark, right? And as we were leaving, I looked over to him and I said, "You're welcome." That's the beauty of life, is that I know there's an end date, and so there's an expiration. So rather than leaving the food in the refrigerator till it expires, I'm gonna eat it before because I want to enjoy it at its best. 
not wait till its last days. The same goes for you. If you wake up today and you feel vibrant, you feel amazing, you feel overwhelmed with love and joy, accent on it. Actions. Take it as an opportunity to be the best you in that day. There is no discretionary value of purpose as higher than others. I may be a volunteer who came back to help you, but if that's the case, I'm not more valuable than you are. You're even more valuable because you have awoken within a society that wants to keep you asleep. How powerful is that to know? How amazing is it to know that no matter what you do, how much you fail, succeed, it doesn't even matter. It'll all take you to the same end date. So why not take the chance? Think of it as like what I like to say in America, because capitalistic society, which is god-awful, by the way, right? We need to start doing humanism. Like, I don't know why we're doing capitalism. All these isms. Socialism, communism, capitalism. How we just do humanism and just be humans? I feel like we can get along so much better. Focus on kids. They're going to lead the world. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, I don't know how it's this hard. But if you really think about it, and we focus on the moment and everything that's within it and where we're going, etc., how is it so hard to not think here in America... If you try to take an investment, take a risk, start a business, whatever it is, you can claim bankruptcy, which basically means, okay, it's all good. We'll wipe it away after a year, whatever it is, however levels, whatever it is, you can start again, right? Well, that's what I consider the beauty of this is no matter how far you go, how high you obtain, how low you fall, how bad it gets, you can always change it and you can always push to strive for more because at the end, it will end for you. So then don't worry about what happens. It's not forever. It's not infinite. That's the one thing about religion that strikes me such a wrong way. They're just telling you and convincing you this life means nothing. So follow my rules. And yeah, you'll live for eternity in the pearly gates with your family. Really? That's all there is? Really? That's it? Ah, it just doesn't seem right. And it makes people not value this life. It makes you sedentary. Simplistic. It lets you sit back and let others chase their dreams. And I'm not saying you have to not be a godly person. I'm probably the most godly person you'll meet. That's the craziest part. I don't do everything that I'm not supposed to do, right? I follow the book to a T. The seven deadly sins are there for an absolute reason. They will force you into doing things that you shouldn't because it takes away from who you are. Are you getting at this now? It's stepping stones to becoming conscious and awaken. You were not born with sin. You were born into sin. Stop letting them make you think you are worthless. Stop letting them convince you you are nothing. You are everything. And you are all that is right now, right here. That's why being alive is so important. That's why God lives through us. To experience what it is to live if you don't die, you can't live. So live to the fullest, to your brightest, whatever that takes you. I will support you. You have to chase these things and feel it. Travel the world, man. I've been to some beautiful places and I can't go. I can't wait to go to more. Go out there and experience what it means to put yourself in awkward situations. Find what makes you uncomfortable because there's something there. Search for the things that make you flutter, that make you feel like you're gonna, your body's just gonna act without you even thinking it. Do you know how insane that is? That's, that's, that's living. If you think too much, you're not living. You're a program, you're a computer. 
A computer cannot work without its program design. If you don't tell it what to do, it does nothing. But if it started acting on its own, you would trip the F out. Don't you think there's something there? I think that's again why this system is so beautiful and why this whole experience is worth living for. I feel the most for people who feel there's no point in life. They never tried. I feel so sad for those who end it before they should because they just simply were misunderstood on multitude of levels within themselves, with themselves, with others, society, the world. And trust me, I see how it happens. We're living in the most ungodly way possible. And so that's why they f shove you into these buildings to worship because they kind of convince you that's how you get closer. And trust me, you get a serotonin release and you start feeling holier than thou, just like you would if you took drugs or if you went to a baseball game, sports game, any event, artistry shows, theme parks. Crazy how it's all the same concept. See where I'm getting at? Understand what you are and the beauty of life. That chameleon was one of the most beautiful videos I've seen because it shows the beauty within every moment, even the last one we have. And that's what's the point of cherishing every moment. Because when you're within something and you don't want it to end, that's something to be a part of. Find what makes you alive. Don't let anything else decide for you where you should be and what you should live. You are your own free choice. And I wish it upon you if I could have ever given you anything. There's beauty in birth. There's beauty at the start. Because if it wasn't for you being born and you having the start at this life, there would be no chance for you to ever experience it and live it. So make it the best you can. Sure, you might have disabilities that others don't. You might even be born with disabilities as a whole. But isn't it crazy that those that have Down syndrome or have missing chromosomes always seem to be the happiest? Why is that? Why is it that the kids are always the brightest, but the ones who have lived the longest become the grumpiest? Or those at a very young age get so disconnected because of this total ungodly world we live in, where it's so much technology, so much distortion, so much overexertion, and so much cybernetics that it's connecting you to something. Like even now, Elon Musk is releasing these brain chips. Just keep plugging yourself into more things, man. I'm trying to disconnect. If it wasn't for this show, I wouldn't even be around. What's the point? I'd be like man in the wild. That sounds like a good time, man. Connect to nature for a bit. Do you know how excited I am for now? I'm really close to obtaining everything I need to be self-sufficient. That's a very powerful thing to have, man. Don't you want to be there? Don't you want to just live? That's the point of life. To let go of these restrictions. To let go of these things that make you so subservient and a slave within your own self. Because, I don't know what to tell you, but Prince said it the best in an interview he had towards the end of his life. He literally said, it kind of feels like we're more on modern day plantations. All servitude slaves. Just for the greater good of the country. Really look around you and you tell me if people are free. Can you leave this country without a passport? Can you drive a car without an ID? Can you open a bank account with an ID? Can you do anything? Like truly, are you really that free? I really have a hard time thinking you are if you believe that. I know I'm not. That's why I do this for you. It's because for this brief moment together, our minds are becoming a little bit more free. 
I'm in the most freeing state of my space right now because I'm literally talking to you. That's the best thing I can do. And that's why I live for this moment. That's why waking up so early to work out and to commute and to work on shows, to prepare content, to edit everything, to push for more horizons, for more expand. Everything is beautiful because it always brings me closer to the destination I wish to obtain before my time is up. That's why I chase. That's why I love so hard. That's why I listen and understand. Because we're in a world of so many people who are just aimlessly wandering. So afraid of the end. Because they never even understood how to start. Makes sense, right? <laughs> it's so powerful to me. And I think, again, that's why I love this so much. Because for this brief moment, I was able to talk to truly you. And tell you to not fear death. It's beautiful. Don't fear life. It's such an amazing experience. Cherish those who are starting anew. Whatever age they are, wherever they're going. Shoot, if you're 60, go back to school. Chase something you want. Learn it again. Go to a trade school. Don't be afraid to do anything at any moment. If anybody fights you for what you believe in, they are not part of you. I support you. Again, I could have the love of my life in front of me. And if she finds a better place to go, I will support her as much as I can. Because I want her to have the best life possible. And what's so crazy when people hear that, they think I wouldn't fight for her, right? No, you're mistaken. I didn't fight hard enough because she didn't want to be there. Meaning I couldn't be everything I needed to be. We were not one. She became a different one. And so I hope she finds the one for that. See how that goes? I owe nothing, but I love everything. I will obtain that one day, as you will obtain everything in your life. So thank you, and don't fear. Be excited, because we're all here. <laughs> you know? Oh, man. I got a little deeper than I thought it would tonight, but hey, when something inspires me, I think I'd be doing us both a disservice if I didn't talk to you about it. So, if I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Love. Love.